0: Oh, do another intro, just real quick, so y'all know. Hey, welcome to our podcast. That didn't feel right either. Welcome to On the Bubble. We've uh, been away for, what, a week and a half?
1: Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's been, been about a while. two weeks. Maybe two 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 and a half weeks or so.
0: We've gotten a little rusty, or at least I feel a little rusty. But, in case you forgot, I am Brooke Pryor, formerly of the Durham Herald Sun, currently of the North State Journal.
1: You're moving on up.
0: I am moving on up, or laterally, or I don't really know where I'm moving. You're moving? And I'm Yeah, in, in a month or so, I am moving physically. But
1: oh, that's right, you got a new place.
0: I do have a new place. Still in Durham, so not going that far. But, uh, and introduce yourself in case people forgot.
1: In case you did forget, uh, I am uh, Powell Latimer of the Greensboro News and Record. I have not moved as of yet. Um and the snores, the gentle soothing snores you hear in the background are Brooks' dog Maddie. Maddie She's is been walled awesome. To sleep by our her. our dulcet tones of rehearsal have put her to sleep. Um, her
0: eyes are rolled back in her head. I just this really is true. Give that visual. It,
1: it, she looks kind of like a White Walker as a dog right now. Um, <laughs> but it's not Game of Thrones season. It is it, actually it is Game of Thrones it season because it is no longer basketball season or You're football right. season. It's just the non-season. Everything is also known as
0: baseball season, but I don't want to forget about that.
1: I don't, I, I'm sorry. Like, listen, I covered baseball before. I've worked at a baseball magazine. I can't get excited about baseball. I, 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 like the Cubs. I'm not. I just can't get excited about baseball.
0: Of all the things you should be excited about, baseball though, definitely the food options at the D Like, if you don't have anything else to do on like a Tuesday night. Go over there, get the Angus Bar Steak Sandwich. I've told everybody about this, so I should really be getting a cut of uh, the money that they're making. However, no You one Instagrammed
1: other... it and Snapchatted it.
0: Yeah, I did. Also, I wrote a column about it. So. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> Are we both I food probably... writers now?
0: Maybe. I mean, Angus Barn is not paying me, but if they would like to, I'm open to some side money. I will continue to promote this on every platform.
1: It's definitely not a conflict of interest at all.
0: I mean, what's a little... I mean, it's like... What's, what's what? pork? It's pork... Bear- it's, oh, shoot, I can't even get the joke because I'm so excited about it.
1: Pork barrel money? No, it's, it's cow money. It's steak.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure they have pork there, too.
1: Oh, that's fair. Okay, so the college basketball season, which is what we've been covering for... I don't know. Ever, forever. It felt like forever. it feels like forever. March went um, on
0: for an extra week.
1: And frankly, one of the reasons we had to we had uh, had to take a hiatus because we spent way too much time together.
0: We literally were in the car for for over for what? it, was it close to like forty five hours. It was
1: forty hours.
0: Forty hours. It
1: was 20, It was about eighteen down and about twenty two back. Maybe maybe 20, twenty. It was like 23,
0: twenty three back.
1: I yeah think. yeah twenty three back. That's right. So, yeah, 40 41 42 something like that.
0: And we can still stand to be in the same room as each other just after Well, we we needed a, a hiatus. <laughs> we, needed we needed a break. We needed
1: a Um there uh, so as as all as everyone knows what happened in Houston, everyone knows where Actually,
0: I completely forgot
1: what happened. <laughs> i <laughs> you, tried to black it you out. You can we can read you can read all of our stories. Um we can we we blacked out and then came out with stories and that's about all that we remember. Yes. but it's on the internet somewhere and you can read it there. Um what we need to know now is what happens next. So we need to look, we need to know what happens for the next year. And we need to go, uh, we need to first off know who all these teams have coming back. Carolina, Duke, State, mm-hmm. and Wake all had players leave. And a number of them still have players waiting to declare or not declare for the draft. Right. Um, so I'm curious, Brooke, who, who should we, um, who are we looking at that, that's testing the waters right now? I think State has one guy. Yeah, they've got Barbers Gold.
0: Yeah. And testing gone. yep. Duke has Ingram gone. Nobody else testing the water.
1: Allen just fired. up and said he came back, which seemed ridiculous to That's me. That's what I was. Really I don't understand why Grace Allen would come back.
0: Maybe as, as as people have pointed out, maybe he just loves college.
1: That's fair, but That's... I, I, I don't, he plays in a style similar to James Harden, Dwayne Wade, which is flying oh, yeah. at the rim, and he just gets beat up like every time that you. Anyway, I totally agree, but
0: I mean. It, at this point, I think we Your have to ECO look at
1: factors. I
0: agree, but I think we have to look at factors outside of baseball. Like maybe he wants to finish his degree. Maybe even though he wouldn't finish it next year, but maybe he just likes the college experience. And you can only have that for so long. Before, I mean, the pro experience I'm sure is great. I've never had one. I have had a college experience. It was a wonderful time. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Maybe he just wants to be in college a little bit more.
1: How much do you remember, or how much of your college experience do you actually remember? And I mean, none you know? of my
0: senior year. <laughs> <laughs> the three years that I can clearly recall were great. Senior okay. year, I can't recall, which means it was probably even better.
1: That's fair. So the the only the only real thing that's up in the air right now is North Carolina's like mm-hmm. entirety of its roster is maybe maybe declaring and, and working out, yeah, maybe not.
0: I think. It was Maybe interesting. The yeah, ESPN had that report. Jeff Goodman last week that uh, Justin Jackson was going to go and just test test the proverbial waters. Yeah. Um, why we haven't come up with a phrase better than testing the waters, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's gonna he's going to try out the process. From what we have heard from that report, um, it's not surprising that UNC didn't release anything about that next week uh, because Roy said in the press conference last week that there would just be a big mass announcement of, mm-hmm. hey, here's who's going, here's who's not. Um, so, yeah, it wouldn't shock me if Jackson tested the process. Wouldn't shock me if Meeks uh, tested that process. Although, I mean, did he do anything this year to raise his draft stock? Not at all. No. Um, but, sure, go through the process, work out, see what it's going to be like. At least just get that under your belt before your senior year, and you have to go. Yeah. Um, Hicks, same along the same lines as Meeks. Hicks at least raised his profile in my mind, and he's shown a super athletic uh, skill set, and that he can improve, and he can play a bunch of different positions. Um, but again, I don't think he's generating any kind of like draftable buzz. Um,
1: no, he doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough length or range on his yeah. length in his arms or range on his jumper yet to be an NBA prospect. Yeah, yet. absolutely. Um, but you're but like. Next year, you, you get a jumper, and you're like a first-round pick.
0: Exactly. Um, Joel Berry, I think, will also, again, test the process because, you know, why not? Again,
1: like, it's a— There's no harm. The new—what yeah. you're hitting on, I think, is, is accurate in that the new rules that allow a little, more, a little bit more flexibility for college players to work out for a team mm-hmm. and go through the combine and see where they stack up, Essentially, to, essentially to get real feedback from NBA scouts yeah. as opposed to, like— Getting it secondhand from your college coach or secondhand from the agent who's talking to your brother or mother or or father or oh, yeah. cousin or whoever, um, or AU coach or whatever, um, that's better for those players. But mm-hmm. it also means that like fans and people that that worry about these sorts of things, like is Joel Berry coming back? Is Grayson Allen coming back? Yeah. Is Malika Boo coming back? You just have to wait an extra month. Yeah, it's, so you May twenty fifth is needles
0: for a little bit, yeah. but May twenty fifth is the day
1: you need to know. May twenty fifth. Yeah.
0: Ultimately, I don't. I don't expect any of UNC's guys to actually go. If anybody was to decide to leave early, my guess would be Justin Jackson and like sign with an agent and go. Um, I think he's got he's the most NBA ready right now. I don't know that means that he will be drafted. I don't think he's in in at least Draft Expresses. He isn't in the first two rounds. Um,
1: that may just be because they don't think he'll go.
0: Yeah, that could be it too. Because I mean, he definitely has talent, and he has some.
1: <laughs> yeah. You left your TV on, and there are large men dancing. Uh, but yeah, like just while well, you recover yourself, you're right. J- Jackson and Barry and Hicks and Meeks all are somewhat interesting to yeah. NBA players. NBA scouts Jackson more off than any any of the other guys mm-hmm. because he, because he's six eight and is long and has a jump shot and has all these other talents that you can market. Um, I'm with you. I don't think that any of them will actually go. Yeah. I think I think they'll all come back. And say, listen, like we can go to another. They could, they could feasibly, maybe not a final four.
0: I could see an elite eight. But like they
1: could be second place in the ACC.
0: Yeah, well, Um, because Duke's got the first place block. Exactly.
1: That's so. With all with all that, and knowing that, like this still hasn't. The process has another month or so to go. Mm -hmm. Who are the dark horse candidates that are that have declared or haven't declared yet? That you think that, like, if you had to pick one guy that was that. You, you thought, okay, maybe he'll go pro and people will be surprised, but not mm-hmm. you. Who would that be? Like, actually sign <sighs> like an, agent, actually sign an yeah. agent
0: I thought Justin Jackson, maybe. Um, but I think looking at the group right now, it would definitely be, I would be surprised if uh, Abu, if Abu Malik Abu left and signed with an agent. Um, I could see it happening, maybe just like, Looking at the guys coming in for a state, be like, you know what? Like, I'm kind of done with this. I've been in God's system for a little bit. I don't know. Like, Did he get... He didn't get much better this year. He didn't have the breakout year that...
1: He got better it wasn't a breakout year.
0: Yeah. So He essentially
1: was himself just with more playing time and was like a very, a very powerful rebounder and interior scorer.
0: Yeah. I could see him saying like, you know what? I don't know that I'm ever going to have a college breakout year. Maybe I've done all that I need to do. I can... Either get drafted somewhere or go play in Europe for a little bit and then come back. It's just a matter of does he see himself being able to break out under Gott in that
1: system? We'll call that the JP Tokudo court. Like, yes, who is a guy who a guy who last year thought that, well, listen, I'm not going to be I, I, I need to be this and I'm not going to be that yeah. in college. I'm gonna I need to go ahead and get my career started. Right. Um and finally,
0: like, I could see that happening. Fine. I think with Justin Jackson, like he can get better in college. I don't think he needs to go pro or any of that to work on his consistency and that kind of stuff. I think he can do that in college and then, you know, wait another year and then go.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be a focal point of that offense next yeah. year. And like he basically, his the thing is that he needs to prove that he can make shots mm-hmm. and, and that he can create his own shot. And take over a game, yeah. essentially that he can take over games. Yeah, he's he never
0: can... taken over that I can and
1: remember. Not consistently. He's yeah. done it in games, but not in the final four, and no, nowhere, not, not nowhere really along the NCAA tournament. He had good yeah. games, yeah, but at no point we're like that's a first round draft pick.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you, at, at many points you're like that's a guy who has a lot of potential. Right. Um, but he needs to average like you know like 18 and eighteen and, yeah, 18 18 and, and just... six and three. and... This and this that season. wasn't
0: what I think he was averaging like what twelve? He was
1: averaging twelve and about five. I yeah, think. and he's a really he, he needs to become a better rebounder for his position. Anyway, yeah. there's a lot but of he's things close, that close,
0: but he's, he's he's close enough that one more year sure. in college, I think so. And he's ready to go. He
1: would surprise me if he went. I, I'm I'm with you. I think Abu is a guy who, for this reason and this reason alone, um, Abu is a guy who has a very specific set of skills mm-hmm. um, and I think you see a lot of guys in college put up numbers and you see you think okay like this guy gets 20 a game in college yeah. how many of those 20 points translate to the NBA right and, or like maybe this guy averages maybe only eight of them do maybe four of them do maybe right. all 20 of them do right and then you have to figure that out with with uh, with Abu everything he does I think does translate to the NBA mm-hmm. he's incredibly strong and physical he looked great in a in a combine workout, running around oh, in shorts yeah. and and, and w- with no one banging into him, he looks awesome at that. He's in great shape. <laughs> yeah, um, he's got an okay touch to the basket, but he can rebound. He can get you rebounds in the mm-hmm. NBA today. And I think that it's possible that somebody looks at him and says, "Yo, we'll take you in the second round if you're available early in the second round. We'll take yeah. you and you have a shot to make this team." And it's not the guaranteed privilege of a first rounder, but maybe he says, "All right, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I, I, it's, it's time for me to get my career started." Yeah. That one wouldn't surprise me. The other one that wouldn't surprise me is if Meek Kennedy Meeks went,
0: not I because that.
1: I think he'll get drafted, yeah. but because I think maybe he wants to be a professional basketball player somewhere and says, "All right," kind of the similar to the Tokido theory.
0: Yeah, I get that, but at the same time, there's also the Grayson Allen factor of like maybe he just wants to be in college a little bit longer. Um, he just joined a frat. He like, oh, did he me. really? Yeah, that was. An interesting thing. I don't know if you, you saw. On,
1: you're, you're more on into the. You're more on plugged into the player Instagram. That makes world me sound there.
0: like a stalker. Well, but no, no, no. I I'm just, I saying, I just like, like to think you're that you're better at
1: social media than you're. Yeah, you're better social media. I spend a
0: lot of time on uh, on the social media, but yeah, like he uh, he tweeted out a picture. I want it was less than a week after they got back from the national championship um, of him. It's not being confirmed in the frat. That's like the preacher's kid term. But like he had gone through the pledge process. Like he was undergoing the pledge process.
1: Yeah, he was like a full brother. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. what the, There's a term for that, but I don't know what it is. Hi,
0: we're. We were not involved in the Greek life. Sorry. Jeeds. Is that what they're.
1: I, I'm, I'm more of a Roman person than a Greek a person. person. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, okay. that's an ancient history joke. I snuck one in this podcast. It's a good day. <laughs> Alright.
0: But yeah, so I think, I mean, if you go through that whole pledge process, why do that for a whole year if then you're just gonna leave? Like, yeah, you can say you have brotherhood, but you really got to have brotherhood for a very short amount of time versus if you come back, then you get all the privileges of being the fraternity and having- That's a
1: really good poll. I think you're- I think that's a great point. I mean,
0: maybe I'm like reading too much into this, but why would you go through all of the-
1: Not hazing? Not
0: hate- all of the- uh, We're doing air quotes, rituals, not hazing. Yeah. Ritual.
1: That's a All ritual. We're we'll rituals.
0: If you're just going <laughs> to leave, like, I don't know. I just think, I think to me, that's a big part that says Meeks wants to stay and do college and do his senior year and then go again. Um, hopefully, he will be totally healthy next year. No knee issues, none of that. The ritual. Fraternity process will be over. That won't be a distraction. I'm not saying what that if, it was what if, this year. What but. if
1: that? What if that? Com- what's, what comes out next year? Because you know we're going to read one story next year, mm-hmm. which is a man Kennedy Meeks was just never quite healthy. All the coaches are going to say it. All the players are going to say it. Mm-hmm. Meeks is going to say it, even though he went out. He like said that he was healthy the entire year. So like next year it's going to be this revisionist history. And this happens with a lot of oh, players recently, yeah. and a lot of teams. This isn't Meek's or Carolina specific. Oh yeah, no. It's just like this funny little revision like, "Oh yeah, no, my knee was definitely beat up last year. I was not comfortable with it." Like, yeah. "Okay, cool, bro." Um what if the un- what if the backstory to that is that like he had some weird fraternity thing happen and it's like they kept him up really late, or, or you know, whatever it that was. That would like, not shock me. He, had, I, he was always like up at two in the morning getting cigarettes for his, for the the four brothers at the house because they needed some cigarettes.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. That's the kind of rituals and stuff that were happening. But yes, along, yeah. And I mean, I've heard of it. Other schools that definitely being an issue that they have because you can't stop athletes from wanting to do the normal college things. Like they, that's just a, a process of college. You
1: can't stop an athlete from being a fraternity exactly or a can,
0: exactly, but it just becomes more of an issue and more of an obvious issue when it impacts playing time. And, you know, no one's ever going to say that. And after a game, like, hey, man, why would you suck so much tonight? Oh, well, last night I was, you know, going through a ritual or I was La- drunk. Last, like, night,
1: last night the brothers had all the pledges be the chauffeurs for their party, and we drove everyone home until 3.30 in the yeah, morning.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so you which can't which That's that. what
1: Wake Forest does, FYI.
0: Oh, they, they do that at UNC, too. They're called beepers. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. that. Yeah. yeah, When you're a girl, you get the privilege of being a, in a beeper car when they take you home. It's like a, it's like an Uber, Uber for frats.
1: Okay, Fruber. Fruber. <laughs> don't that wouldn't market well. Gruber. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, but yeah. So to that I, point, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think it'd be hilarious if that came out, and maybe you're onto something. I think, you yeah. should, I think you should blow it up, do a big investigative story.
0: I don't think Greek that would life do me. Y- I don't think that would do me any favors with any part of covering UNC, covering Greek life at UNC, covering UNC athletes like that. That's the girl that took away all the fun. Like that's what I would be known as—the okay. girl who blamed Greek life for all the shortcomings of Kennedy Meeks' season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that's, that association. Why would you not <laughs> want
1: that title? That's a, anyway. Okay, so so anyway, um,
0: the Dan Cain of Greek life. Yeah, I don't want
1: that. Bad prior. Okay, so here's what we also need to do because we feel like we're confident in who. All these guys we talked about, we're, we we we're pretty sure they're coming back, or we think yeah. they'll come back.
0: Knock none none of us know.
1: They're none of us back. know that like that that Abu and you know and uh, all the Carolina guys are actually coming back because we're not in their heads. But uh, assuming that, let's let's look at some way too early starting five.
0: Gosh, these are my favorite.
1: Um, so let's go. Let's go. You first. Who do you have? Who's your way too early starting five for UNC?
0: UNC, and I believe we probably have the same one.
1: We probably do. Do you? Did you have? Do you have yours written? I down don't have
0: not? mine written out. I have the intro text for the old style that we're going to run in the paper this week. Okay.
1: Well, what, what, who, who do you spitball with me? Who you got?
0: Uh, Joel Berry at the point. I got Theo on a wing. You
1: got, think Theo's going to start over Britt?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think Britt does better off the bench. Okay. Um, and they need a backup to. Take Barry out of the game, and if you start both of them, who comes off the bench? Okay, so I think you go they
1: they get those two, those two, those two guards coming in, seventh Woods and Brandon Robinson. Yeah, that's right. I think seventh is a technically a combo guard who can run the point.
0: Yeah, I I just don't see there's no need to start him, so I don't think that they will, but I think it'll be at least not like the first game of the season. Okay, Britt, Theo, Jackson, you
1: said Barry, Barry, Theo, Jackson. Sorry, yeah, you said, I said,
0: Britt, all the B's, all the B point guards. Um and down low, you got Meeks, Meeks at the center, and then Hicks, I guess. But he, I mean, he's going to have to undergo some maturing this this summer to work on not fouling when he starts games.
1: I think he, I think he'll be able to. I agree with you that that's the lineup. I could see uh Tony Bradley. Yeah, playing. I could see him playing.
0: I could see him starting instead of Meeks if Meeks is in.
1: Yeah, the th- the thing with this and like this is the same thing UNC ran into last year, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Hicks is a more productive player than Kennedy Meeks and is actually probably a little bit better for Carolina at least on paper. Yeah, a six eight guy who moves gives them a little bit more switchability uh, when teams run spread the floor pick and roll than yeah. Meeks does. But Meeks is actually a, weirdly a better a a better positional defender than than Hicks. Yeah, he, he like can. Manage a screen, <laughs> he, like he knows how to guard a ball screen. That's important. Hicks never really figured that out consistently. Not um, yet. They're also, still
0: all for that.
1: Also, Meeks tended to pout if he didn't. If he Meeks tended to pout yeah. if he didn't start. Hicks tended to freak out if he did. So, like the two of them, like
0: on they paper they should have they been this.
1: Yeah, and on, on paper it should have been one way, but in their heads the only way that made it work was the other way. And people railed about it all year, and that's fine. Oh. And Roy Williams kind of made this point. To us, to to media, to local media, and yeah. a number of players and assistant coaches also made that point to media. It's like, listen, this is what happens. Like, this is why this has to be this way. Yeah,
0: well, and we've seen it happen when Isaiah did start occasionally. It was yeah. just like two thousand
1: two minutes. So yeah. you know, he's got to worry about that. But but UNC does have a strong uh, recruiting class. I think that they'll take none of them will start. It'll take a while. I, I'm, with, I'm with you. I, I think Barry Pence and Jackson Hicks, Meeks mm-hmm. is, is the starting lineup at least at day one. All right, Duke. They've got all the new players.
0: All all of them. Will and start.
1: then all the old players, too.
0: They've got... I mean, they've got a scary deep team.
1: They do. They really do.
0: I don't think... I don't... I can't remember all of the people coming in well enough to tell you who will be in what position, but I know that Jason Tatum will be starting, and Giles will be starting. If his
1: knees are intact, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm really excited to see them play together.
1: They're going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be a really fun team.
0: It is. It's going to be... I remember covering Harry Giles before he hurt his knee the first time he was at... Um USA basketball camp in Colorado. And it was like right before he hurt his knee for the first time. Yeah. And he was so good. Just watch, just watching him run drills. Super athletic. The
1: first step is in, for a 6'10 guy is insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane.
0: Yeah. The funny thing is when I talked to him then, obviously he was like a sophomore in high school or whatever, but I was like, yo, like, who do you like? Like you like UNC? He was like, oh yeah, I love the Tar Heels. And so I thought I was like, oh, hmm, maybe we'll see him at UNC, but clearly that didn't happen no
1: these guys are on making business decisions so he, here's here's the question i have for you well i'm saying like for a one and done <laughs> yeah, guys like yeah, duke, yeah. duke is on that run now you've got k with it with all the ties in usa basketball when he was making his decision it still wasn't sure he wasn't sure what was going to happen with unc and get oh, I, yeah. I get it like all every coach at unc says nothing we're gonna be fine we'll be all right right but like you don't know you don't know no one you know. knows yeah we don't know the blade probably doesn't know didn't know then um so anyway
0: no, I was just
1: laughing Here, at your phrasing. Here's my here's my uh, business. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Adam Smith. Um, here's my question for you is okay. do you think Luke Kennard or uh Matt Jones starts? Because you know they're going to start like three guards with that yeah. with those two with Tatum and Giles at forward.
0: Well, I so I think Luke Kennard should start. I think Matt Jones will start because he's going to have the weird, like the senior leadership complex. Because Kay loves
1: him so much. Yeah. He loves him so much.
0: It's just going to be one of those things where he's like, man, that dude should not be starting. But Kay's going to be like, no, Matt, you're when, the
1: chosen one. When he's healthy, he's good. Yeah. That's also a mental thing too, where it's important for the team, for Matt Jones to feel like he has starters panache in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Where he can, So that way he can come in and say like, listen, Harry, like get your act together dunk that don't lay it up or like yeah. rebound or, or whatever he needs to say he needs to have that kind of extra panache to it do. We feel like
0: Quinn Cook complex a little bit.
1: Sure, yeah. Do you think Emil Jefferson will start? I'm guessing not. No. No.
0: That's going to be weird. Like man, they've got so many people.
1: Yeah. Their I've,
0: scrimmages would like watching them practice I bet would be so fun.
1: They do. They have an open practice at the start of the year. You should come. Like like I've, I you, like you there. haven't covered Duke before no, like I they have an open practice. You should go. It's really it's fun. It's, like, they they let in media and, like, a bunch of Iron Dukes. And there's a guy with really cool Duke cowboy boots. I'll point them out to you.
0: I'm going to write it down on my calendar right now.
1: All right, NC State, who you got as your day one starting lineup right now?
0: Uh, Dennis Smith, for sure. Yeah. Then after that. The
1: point guard of the future. Yeah. In all caps, Dennis Smith.
0: That's the one. Uh, Abu, if he comes back. And then I'm cheating off you a little bit
1: yeah you're looking at my list okay so here, here's i the thing.
0: think i think i agree with you so there, you there, just you
1: go ahead and tell there, the listeners there's there's four guys for basically three spots it's uh nard dog freeman okay feathery nard
0: i don't think he starts
1: there is uh bj anya yeah. then there's terry henderson uh Torin dorn and maverick rowan in okay. some in some form or fashion because the so, martin twins are gone there's also sean kirk but he's not going to start nope Sorry, Sean. So basically, do you do you, if your state do you go small and go Henderson Smith, basically Abu Henderson Smith Dorn Rowan, or do you go big and go Abu Anya Henderson Smith?
0: I think you've definitely got Henderson and, and Smith in there, no matter what. Okay, I think Dorn too.
1: Is Dorn Dorn that good? I mean, I haven't seen him play. There's no real way to know that yet.
0: I haven't either, but I mean, look at the other options. I think, I mean, maybe start with a unknown. At least to start your season.
1: I, yeah. See how that goes. I mean, I think Mark Gottfried loves Maverick Rowan. I mean, love Maverick Rowan. Like a,
0: like a Matt Jones K complex uh, situation.
1: In different way in that yeah. Maverick Rowan is the shooter that Gottfried wants, that Gottfried views. I think that um, Joe Giglio of the News & Observer said, calls, calls Maverick Rowan baby-got sometimes because he... <laughs> Because because he's a, because he's a uh, like a, a, a yeah. just a volume shooter that's good from the perimeter like Godfrey was in mm-hmm. college um, and Rowan they really like what they they really like to having him there to spread the floor and for spacing oh, yeah. and stuff um, so but I, his defense I, is just so I, oh no bad. he's a turnstile he's awful he's it's horrendous so horrendous it's
0: like worse than James Harden
1: it's yeah would you, yeah sure I
0: just
1: but he gets buckets that's true when state's down fifteen with five minutes to go he gets buckets. Um. Yeah, I, I think Rowan starts on that team just because I think I think they go small and try to play fast because that's what – um, Godfrey wants his team to be one thing, and they're not that thing. Yeah. He wants them to be an up-tempo, spread the floor, shooters all over the place team. What he's got is a, like, sh- like smack you in the – like, elbow you in the face, defense first so, team yeah. that can slow the game down and win. That's not what Godfrey wants to do, and that's fine. But, like, he just happens to have a mismatch of personality. Or, right. or personnel, excuse me. All right, Wake Forest. Rondale Watson's gone. He's
0: gone. Your favorite our player, Rondale. Watson. Our good friend, Rondale, Friend of the show, Rondell Fra- Watson. Friend of the
1: show, Rondale Watson. Um, he's gone. His now, they're only, is gone. there are only... Cody Miller-McIntyre's gone.
0: Who was even on this team? Those
1: I'll are just, the three people you, that I know. I'll tell you who's on this team. All a bunch of guys that Danny Manning recruited. That's who's on this team. I feel
0: good about that. I like Danny Manning. I think he's a good recruiter.
1: You think he's... Okay.
0: I mean, I don't actually know that he's a good recruiter, but I think...
1: He's gotten in good guys. So, Bryant Crawford, obviously, right? Yep. He's, he's like the combo guard, point guard that Wake is gonna hand the keys to Kisu next year. And they were really good when he was playing without Miller McIntyre. Yeah. Um, cause those two guys both needed to dominate the ball a lot. Um, there is, uh, <laughs> obviously the Greek freak is gonna start because he's awesome. Who is
0: the Greek deek?
1: Greek. You, I'm sorry, Greek deek. That. <laughs> if they had the Greek freak, he'd definitely be starting. If, if they had, Giannis Anatikom Antetokoun- Antetokoun- or whatever that guy's name is I can't pronounce it but like if they had him he'd definitely be starting um, I, I I love John Collins I just I love John Collins um, and probably Daryl More I would guess yeah. in year two and then I left a spot for Gray, transfer X because Wake brought in two of those in the last like week yeah yeah um, but I don't know if either one which one of them will play but they're both like six five rangy wings. Who can play. I, I, it could, we really won't know about Wake until the season starts. Or they much. could play both grad transfers and play Midiglou and more and just have, like, go small or go big. They've got some good flexibility there. I just don't know if either one of those two grad transfers are good enough to play in the ACC yet. <laughs> we'll find out. We will. Do you have any additional thoughts about first-A starting lineups? Anyone, anyone, any, like, dark horse starter that you're looking at of, like, this guy. This guy's going to play a lot?
0: Oh, I think, well, Duke has... I don't even know if they can be considered dark horses, though, because... Anybody that they bring off the bench is obviously going to be good, but there's there's just not enough minutes for all the talent they have.
1: Yeah, Frank Jackson's got to figure out that lineup somehow.
0: Yeah, I mean they're deeper than they will be deeper than UNC was this year, and that's all everybody talked about all season was UNC so deep. UNC has so much talent. This is looking at that. I mean, like, well, we're going to raise you.
1: Duke is deeper more. and better yeah. this year than Carolina was last year.
0: Yes, I would have loved to see like this coming year's Duke team against last year's UNC team. Like that would just be. So fun.
1: Dude, I think. I think it depends on when. The, I think. I, I, th- I think day one of the season, Duke wins in a walk. The end of the season, Carolina. Actually, no. I'm not sure. I think.
0: Right? Wouldn't that be fun? I think
1: Carolina wins in a walk the start of the season, and then Duke wins in a walk the end of the season because yeah. they have time to build chemistry and yeah. stuff.
0: I wouldn't. I think that would be so fun. I'd I'd do, like I don't a know. Car- seven series between were, them.
1: Yeah, they need a series because Carolina was really good at the end of the year last year. Um, like, scary good. At the, almost won a national championship good. Yeah, but for the grace of Chris Jenkins, won a national championship. Sorry, UNC fans. Didn't mean to rub that in. I apologize. That was... I, I, you're all crying now. It's okay. Crying My Jordan. Boy. Crying Jordan. Crying Jordan. Crying Jordan. My
0: Jordan. boss is like, uh, Abby on Slack is Chris AVI, Jen- you mean? Yeah, yeah, that thing. Is, uh, as we all know, Abby is of Chris Jenkins' shot. So whatever he messages to the group... That's all I see over and over and over again.
1: I really kind of want to change my. Uh, we took a picture from the spot in Houston, and I really want to change my um, Twitter Abby. Abby. avi. Avi. Avi, as no one calls it, to to like that, but like, yeah. Anyway. I
0: think it should be a cover photo. It's more of like a yeah. You're right, you gotta you're have right, right, full you're right. perspective. You're right. Of That's where a cut. You you're
1: right. You're absolutely right. Okay. Uh, the other thing, this off season, we're going 30 minutes. We're just going to keep going because it's an off season of podcast. Yeah, who knows when
0: we're going to have another one.
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing: we're also we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus uh, because well e- tell because you you're going out of town, yep. I'm going out of town. um We're not going to be able to coordinate, and there's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, so we're just gonna we're just gonna take some time off and let you guys enjoy your summer
0: without may- our voices narrating your lives. The- yeah, sure.
1: I mean, as much as people love that. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, you can call us and like, we can do it for you guys a little bit, but like we I assume that, that no one listens podcasts. to this that, I, know,
1: I assume that no one listens to this that can't actually text us. That's that was, I, I was like, So funny story. I was at a wedding this summer or in fact, last weekend, uh, this spring, I guess long. spring. Um, and the bride, uh, boiled my entire, uh, no, the groom, I'm sorry, was speaking to the bride's father and, uh-huh. she, and he asked like, Oh, wh- what do you do? And the groom was like, oh yeah, he has a podcast. I was like, you boiled my entire journalism (laughs) career down to, he has a podcast. podcast." And I was like, oh man, dude. That that either
0: means that A, we've made it. (laughs) Or B, you have nothing else to
1: stand on, this is it. Shout out to the... To the Papa, Tra- Papa Troutman wedding. All of the people there listen to our podcast. We appreciate you guys. At least in the bridal party. They don't listen to it. All, was all... it because
0: you played it while everybody was getting ready so they would have to hear it? I mean,
1: maybe. But, like, <laughs> it was my turn on the iPod, DJ. And we're all getting you dressed. You grabbed
0: that aux cord and You're like, yo, this is what we're going yeah, to listen to. Yeah, no,
1: we had a doc. Just throw that stuff in there. Oh. Um, in the groom suite when you're getting dressed for the wedding. You have to... You I have don't to, know about that more. life. That, yeah, anyway. Um, so... What we're saying about that is there's going to be a hiatus, and we're also going to pop in with an occasional special episode if we feel like it, but don't expect anything regular. We'll be back in late July,
0: late July for the ACC football kickoff.
1: Yes, when things start, when ACC things start happening again,
0: when we go to Greensboro.
1: Um, um. So here's what we. The other thing we're just going to keep going. Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So the other thing we need to talk about. Coach K and Roy Williams are old, old, decrepit legends of the crypt, dying men. They hey, both he had made
0: just my dad. That's so depressing.
1: They both had. Yeah, it is. People people get old, they fall apart. And Roy and K are both falling apart. They, they both are. had off season knee replacement surgery.
0: Roy hasn't yet. He's still getting opinions um, from you're right, three he's doctors. Still getting opinions. Don't you start these rumors. He, he had
1: it already, and then he it screwed up because he was waddling. Something he had a knee surgery uh, last off season. I thought. I don't think so. Maybe two off seasons ago,
0: he may have had just like a a clean up with a scope, but he he's going in now. He's looking at getting a total knee replacement on both knees.
1: He doesn't walk like a healthy person.
0: No, he walks like my dad, who also was in desperate need of a total knee replacement.
1: Yeah, so um,
0: he wears a brace on one of them.
1: Yes, it's it's a pretty hefty brace too. Mm-hmm. Um, Under the suits. So in in keeping with that. I thought we would ask, what part of your body do you think will break down first?
0: The real question is what part of my body will not break down first. Because you
1: live pretty hard.
0: I Yeah, I also just, I have a lot of weird things going on. Um, I think...
1: Let's get real. Let's get
0: deep. In case anybody wanted to know my medical history, I'll tell you right now. No, um, I mean, I could see the near, in the near future having a carpal tunnel surgery because I already, like, my hand goes numb frequently. Do you
1: have the? You ha- yeah. Do you have the?
0: It's like if pain? I. Yeah. Well, what happens is I think it may be an ulnar nerve because if I if my purse is too heavy and I have it on one side and I carry it wrong, like all the way numb, and I know that that is not a normal thing. So I think I would probably end up with a carpal tunnel surgery first. Okay. Uh, and then probably ankle replacements.
1: What do you think about the shins? Because I noticed when you drove for 15 minutes without cruise control, on it the really hurt. You started whining. After 15 minutes in, in like, no traffic in Atlanta, you were like, oh my god, I have shin splints. My shins are so bad. Oh my god. Because you had to, like, press the gas and brake.
0: I really think that you just simplified a situation that was much more complicated because <laughs> you said no traffic when, in fact, it was heavy
1: traffic. It was not heavy traffic. It was Atlanta. It was never it heavy was, traffic.
0: How can you say this with a straight face? It was it's Atlanta. Like, it was never heavy traffic. It was also, traffic. like,
1: 11 in the morning. It was fine.
0: I think... A, there is always traffic in Atlanta because Atlanta is like the seventh circle of hell for traffic. It is always rush hour. People are always going somewhere there. Okay. And so, yeah, it hurt. It hurt a lot because there was a lot of, I don't know, I, I can't Pressing replace.
1: pedals in a car like an adult has to?
0: Yeah, it really freaking hurt. Okay. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I do need a shin replacement after that. You might need a jaw replacement because I'm going to punch you. Like, I don't
1: know. Okay, speaking of that, I will need a jaw replacement and here's why. Um, is because so the, at the wedding I, I was at I, my girlfriend was my date. Mm-hmm. Um, hi Tyler. Um,
0: <laughs> she listens
1: too. Go she ahead. does hi. listen occasionally. Um, I got fast up forward
0: to what minute are we at 30, 30, 36. 36.
1: <laughs> so, uh, we we were like getting ready the day after the wedding, and we had to like check out of the hotel room. Uh-huh. And I got up. She had told me the night before, like, listen, checkouts at noon. Checkouts at noon. Checkouts at noon. Right. And it didn't get into my head at all. It was I'm I, like she's there, there was an open bar, and it was like not in my head at all. So the next morning, I woke up at like ten fifteen and wrote up and said, "Tyler, it's almost eleven. We got to go." It's like it's ten fifteen. What are you talking about? So I was like, "We got to get in the shower. We got to go." And here's why: because I was so used to the rhythm of being with you, who like is a little bit like like it tends to be a little bit later, and like I have to anticipate that Uh-huh. that I wasn't. I wasn't used to, like, Tyler, who was, like, my girlfriend who was super punctual and super on time. I don't know
0: what that life very, is like. And very, like,
1: very together, like, she, le- it's like, she, like, knows where to be at all times and is and is there when she's supposed to. You and I, like, aren't that person, so, no. but, like, when we're together and, and hanging out, like, I tend to be like, all right, well, I'll be here at this time and we got to get it together. So, like, I was doing, I was doing, I'd been around you so long that I thought you were my girlfriend. That's how long <laughs> Is that long why ago. your jaw
0: has to get... How does it circle back to you? Yeah, because
1: she's going to hit me really hard, and she's in like she's in better shape than either one of us. When I, if I'm like, yo, like we got to do this at this time. So I was doing That's the rhythms fair. of like our road trip in my That's relationship, true. and Bay was not pleased with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine not. no. she's
1: like, why are you in the shower at ten fifteen? We have to be. We don't have to be out until twelve thirty. Like, come on. <laughs> so you're
0: anticipating other people taking significantly longer.
1: Yes, exactly. I would
0: like to point out though the last like. Two days that we were in Houston, I was very punctual. Where was I? I got ready. Oh, it was when we were checking out. I was ready to go like fifteen minutes before we had to leave the hotel
1: room. I know, and I gave you a big hug because I was so impressed. Yeah, I thought you were going to cry. I did a little bit on the inside, mainly <laughs> really,
0: because we were thinking about having to drive back for twenty-two hours.
1: That's true. Um, so that. So okay. Yeah, I have, I have. I also have bad knees. That's what I will actually have to get replaced. I have. I have no cartilage in one knee. You can. You that's can not he- good. I, I could flex. You are it.
0: not even thirty years old yet. I can flex no it by
1: the the microphone, and it will pop. Um, I'm not going to do. Oh, it. Oh, my
0: knees way. always pop. Like when I bend down.
1: No, I mean like like crackle. It's oh, it sounds like popcorn in a microwave. That's like fine. like in the, like after three minutes in microwave, it's going. Brrr, it's popping a lot. It sounds like that.
0: That's not good.
1: You can also feel it. Okay.
0: I don't want to, but
1: thanks. Let's so. We, Roy and Kay, we wish you well. We hope that you guys will also wish us well when we have your surgeries down the road. <laughs> in there like, in like five of, years. Right?
0: There was talk of Roy and Kay, like, trying to share a, a hospital room for their surgeries. I be, I, I which would, would just be the best. That's a sitcom.
1: That's that is, a, no, that, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a Feinstein book. Oh, absolutely. It's like in, in the hospital room with Kay and Roy. It's like, Kay, Feinstein, Roy. Kay, that's bed, it. Roy bed and like the friends like the waiting room you know like when yeah. Richard's having a baby and there's like the multiple beds yes do that but have fine scene where the where the partition goes and like just <laughs> watch what happens you could
0: put like a GoPro on either side of the partition too We, we fine can, scene in the twenty first century
1: we can call it the Broken Legends Club because these guys are both broken <laughs> down the Broken Down Legends Club oh no oh. Um,
0: can we get royalties from that we <laughs> we can,
1: <laughs> we, can. we can so. Here's what all what what else I want you to do. Okay. Um the other last thing I want to do before we get out of here after this extended extended version of this podcast.
0: We should have done it in two parts.
1: No, 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 no. It's fine. I, I like doing like the just like one big shot. One kind like of like You do all the fireworks at once and then alright, we'll see you next year. <laughs> um give me three Bold predictions. We're going to do this for football and basketball. Give me three bold predictions for what will happen next – what you think will happen in ACC basketball next year.
0: All right, we're going to start with basketball? Yeah. Basketball. A bold prediction or like, okay, this isn't bold, but like Duke's going to finish number one.
1: That's not bold. I know. No, okay, that bold. Count. bold. Does not count. Bold.
0: What if <laughs>
1: – I like this. Already I like this.
0: What if Georgia Tech fires another coach? What if?
1: What if they fire Passner? Yeah. What if
0: Passner just bombs and is gone? And they have like what four coaches on the payroll at that point, bringing in a fifth. Yeah. That's one of my bold predictions that Passner bombs.
1: You you think Passner's going to get canned after a year?
0: Maybe. Oh, I like it.
1: I like it. No, that's bold. That's very bold. I like it. And then Bobby I, Luce takes the job. Ooh. <laughs> oh.
0: I could see that, or I could. I think. Okay, my bold prediction is going to be that one of the new coaches gets fired, whether that's Kevin Stallings. At Pitt or okay. Passner in Georgia Tech.
1: Okay, so one one of the new coaches in the ACC will get fired after the first year. Yes. Got it. Okay. Uh,
0: I think that's gonna be stalled,
1: but that's okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I just jump straight on the two of those. I all know, I can anyway. see right now is Passner's face because of all the times the story about him not hiring assistants who play golf has been circulated on the internet. Oh yeah, I saw that. Like that was, I just that was
1: weird. Yeah, it was very odd. Okay, so so a new coach gets fired in the first mm-hmm. after one year. Got it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think. Capel leaves to be a head coach somewhere. You
1: think after, Jeff Cable leaves to be a head coach somewhere?
0: I think after next season, I think it's his time to go be a head coach. That somewhere.
1: is some bold prediction. Wait, somewhere or Duke?
0: No, somewhere. I don't think Kate's okay, gonna he's going to leave
1: Duke to go somewhere. Okay, yeah,
0: you got to go away, get that head coaching experience, and then come back.
1: Okay, Three. you got one more. Oh, man,
0: Justin Jackson, ACC Player of the Year.
1: Woo, Woo! I like that a lot, Brooke Pryor. I like that a lot.
0: I feel pretty good. I kinda of pulled that last one out of thin air because I was sitting here marinating on that one, but I feel good about that one. I like
1: those are those are three bold and excellent predictions. I'm very happy with that. Alright, what are yours? Um I'm gonna go the opposite direction. And say uh, one No, I don't want to do that one. That one, That one's not going to work. Um, one, either Josh Pastner or Buzz Williams is ACC Coach of the Year. Whoa. Um, two, Jeff Capel is named the head coach at Duke by the end of the season. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The head. I'm sorry. Head coach and waiting, is waiting.
0: Head I'm coach is waiting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay.
1: It's either Duke's going to win the national title and K's going to debate retiring, or they're not going to win and he's going to say, "I'll do two more years and name Capel the head coach in waiting." I think that'll okay. become. I think there's some level of, of officialness that already exists on an unspoken and un, and not public level that yeah. will exist on a public. So I'm I'm the opposite of you. I think Capel has already knows he's got the job.
0: So you don't think he needs to go get head coaching experience somewhere else before he comes back?
1: Yeah. No. I, I, he's he's already coached at Oklahoma. He knows and right. right. He's good. I, right. I think I think he I think he doesn't need it anymore. I think he's he welcomes that title. I don't think anybody else in the Duke coaching family wants to follow Kay. I think they all want to let Capel eat it for three years and get fired, and then take the job. They want it they want to be the guy after the guy.
0: Okay, I, man, I like and, that and, prediction better than and, I like and, my prediction. And
1: I think they're all banking. I think Dawkins and everybody else is banking on the idea. That Capel will do three to five years and flame out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not super sold on that. I don't, I don't know one way or the other because right. Capel's got a, a pretty decent record as a head coach and a great record as a recruiter. So I'm not sure, but I think that he know, I think that he welcomes the, he's the guy that says, I'll be the guy. Um,
0: I could see that. Okay. But what if, if K doesn't name him? Coach waiting or whatever after this season, then do you think he goes and takes a head coaching job no, somewhere else? I think, I think he still stays. He just waits it out. I don't
1: think he wants to get any farther than the six inches he is from the head coaching chair right now. I think that's fair. I think I think that's what his play is, and I'm, I think it, I'm fine with the play. Whatever whatever happens after that, I don't know, but I think it's clear what he's done. That that that's my second ball prediction. But I think they make it official after this year. Okay. Um. Number three. I think NC State wins eleven to 12, either eleven or twelve games in the ACC. I'm going to go twelve games in the ACC.
0: Oh that is bold.
1: The ACC is going to be kind of weird. A lot of the like older statesmen are gone. Mm-hmm. NC State has has arguably the best freshman point guard coming in. Yeah, um, and a pretty good a pretty good roster of people. Basically, they have this a, a an improved roster that to what they had with Cat Barber and a mm-hmm. and a different player than Cat Barber who can. Make players better in a way that Barbara maybe couldn't. Barbara's okay. an, an exceptional player, but couldn't make people yeah, better. Yeah, I think Smith is a little bit bigger, a little bit better, and a little bit more versatile. Yeah. Um, and I think that he can make uh State into like a top five team in the ACC. So I'm gonna go with that. I, I think that. I think this is the year of the NC State resurgence. Ooh. And then everyone that says, "Oh my God, we should have fired Gottfried," well, dude, he just won twelve he games didn't. in the ACC and finished fourth. I could see that. I think it'll be like Duke, UNC, and I don't know who the third best team is. I think it could get weird next year. I could, be, We could see like Virginia Tech, State, Virginia Tech and State both winning like thirteen, like 12, 13 games in the I ACC. See that. Or like well, 11, 12 games in the ACC. I could see
0: that. Which
1: is just bizarre to think about.
0: Bizarro ACC.
1: So those are my three.
0: I could also see, so here's here's a bonus bold prediction. Okay. We can add it as to like the either or on my number two with Cable leaving. I could also see Hubert Davis leaving for a head coaching job to get that experience. I I think that may be more likely likely, than Kate leaving. Because I think UNC would like to name Hubert as the coach-in-waiting. Can't do it yet. But they can't because he doesn't have any kind of head coaching experience. Also, if they
1: name him head coach... Here's the other correlator to that. If they name him now as head coach-in-waiting... What happens if Jared Hass in the Roy Williams coaching tree wins twenty five games for the next it's two Stanford, years yeah. at, Stan- at Stanford and takes him to the Sweet Sixteen? Yeah, then what do you do? Like, so crap. This guy played for Roy and like we and he worked at UNC. He's got connections. This is a good. He's still
0: thing. a Kansas guy though. So sure,
1: but like, yeah. I
0: mean, at some he's point got you a have ton to of UNC in, connections. Yeah, at some point you have to bring in new blood. You can't just
1: like George Carl isn't walking through that door. No. 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 Now there's Larry Brown. Those guys are 70 years old. You yeah. have to pass it on to a new generation at some point. It can't be Dean's disciples forever. And that's there aren't where, enough of
0: that. Yeah, well, that's where I think that they at least need that Hubert needs to go away and do something and show that sure. he can do something and then decide between Hass and Hubert.
1: I think that's I, yeah, I think that's a valid prediction. I I think that Roy really likes Hubert or having Hubert around oh, yeah. because Hubert's a, a a good recruiter and B kind of gives him that kind of helps, bri- in the same way that Capel helps bridge the gap between the 70-year-old Kay yeah. and an 18-year-old, Hubert oh, does the yeah. same thing for UNC. Not that those guys can't talk to 18-year-olds, no, but, but it, it helps. Yeah. When, like, you, you that way you don't have Roy and Kay asking, like, hey, what's Snapchat? Like, you know, like <laughs> Hubert and Capel already know.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah.
1: I think that's helpful. It's okay. very
0: much you can tell that Hubert, in that same vein, like when I was working on the story about Roy suits, C.B. McGrath had, at least what he told me, CB was like, I don't know, coach's system. Like, I think he might have one, but I don't know. When I asked Hubert, Hubert knew exactly what it was. He wouldn't tell me, but he was like, yeah, I know all about it. There, I will say there's a system, but I can't tell you what it is. So like, Hubert knows everything that Roy's doing, I think. And it is like, I think would be Roy's choice right now in like the capable way. But yeah, Hubert
1: isn't. Proven. He he doesn't. Ha- yeah, is not proven enough. Boosters won't. The, the people that make that hiring decision won't buy it. Yeah. Um, especially when they think oh, we can go get Brad Stevens or or like or Shaka like, Smart. or Shock Smart or Mark Few at Gonzaga or yeah. you know whoever like all the irrational names that they can't actually get. Um, or but like really logistically for UNC, what it, you need to see if Jared Hass wins thirty games or not. Yeah. That's all you need, and then you, and then you know your guy. Okay, that's basketball. The other thing, oh, man, spring, so sp- do football. spring football, right? Yeah, what? it's, and it, it's a special extended cast. That's okay. We can okay. do that. It's the internet. We have unlimited space. Oh, that's um, the problem with the internet. Exactly. This is the Grantland of podcasts. Um, <laughs> really good, but it's a little bit too long. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we love you, Grantland. Though. Sorry, Grantland.
1: I love you guys. Um, spring football just wrapped up. The ACC spring football teleconference mm-hmm. is tomorrow.
0: Oh, is it really?
1: Yeah, it's tomorrow, like noon. Yeah, you gotta listen to David Kulkif talk about how his linebackers. I I can't even go through with that. I can't imagine. Anyway, um, so what are your three bold predictions for football season? We did basketball, let's do football. Football's coming way sooner. It's almost football season again. I
0: was just really trying to forget that it was almost football again. Sorry, my foot's numb because my dog is on it. I might have to have a foot replacement surgery. Um, Bold predictions for football. I don't think Duke goes to a bowl game. Really? They, who who do they have back?
1: No, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I bold. don't.
0: I don't think Duke goes to a bowl game. They yeah,
1: have what's his name
0: quarterback? Maybe he's hurt. It's probably not he's good. He's really probably hurt. not
1: good that we said what's his what's name his the name? quarterback. Sirk? <laughs> yeah, Thomas Sir, Sirk, their quarterback. But like, Thomas he's Sirk. really hurt. Also, Parker Boehm.
0: Yeah, Bame. Bame. Regardless, I like to
1: call him Bohemian. Bohemian. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know
0: that he likes that, but I like it. Um, but yeah, you don't have Jeremy Cash. Like you're missing a lot of people that made Duke Duke last year that made Duke yeah. football great. The, again. Yeah,
1: that's accurate. They they uh, they, they lose time. they lose um uh Sucra or Scura, the off the fly that was Scura. really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. fair.
0: So Duke doesn't go to a bowl game.
1: But you don't think they built up as much program uh, moment, inertia in that program to just keep winning?
0: Maybe not. I think this will be the real tell for them of, like, the last five years. Like, I think this may be the most important year for Duke football.
1: Okay. For the uh, future. For the there future, got yeah. Okay. Got you.
0: I think... Let's see.
1: Duke doesn't go to a bowl. Duke doesn't go to a bowl.
0: I think one of the new coaches will be coach of the year.
1: So that's that's, that's Justin Fuente at Virginia yeah. Tech, Bronco Mendenhall, Virginia, and Mark Richt yeah. at Miami and whoever the hell Syracuse hired, which we don't do care know. about because they're awful and they're Syracuse. Right.
0: But I think I think it'll come down between Bronco
1: and Rick. Okay, so which of those three do you think will have the best year? I think I know which one you're going to say, but I'm interested to hear.
0: I mean, I think Rick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got Kaya back at quarterback.
1: So do you think Miami wins the coastal? I think it's all about the U.
0: I think yes. You. you I mean, am I already practicing doing the U? Yes. Okay. Well so, I listened to the to the, Was it the two live Oh what were they called The sixth Seventh, seventh
1: four crew Come on yeah. Come on
0: Well I just got confused
1: What's your name G-Reg With the third leg Um. The So your second prediction Is that Miami Rick, coach of the year mm-hmm. And Miami, Miami wins the coast
0: Miami wins the coast Alright
1: what you What's your third one I feel like it's gotta be About the Atlantic But
0: Where do we hmm.
1: Who wins between Clemson and Florida State Clemson, Do you think so?
0: I think so. Okay, they've got Sean Watson back. Yeah, I think uh,
1: they've got Davo. The just
0: got that big extension, raise, whatever. I don't know if that's very bold, but okay. That's what I'm going. Do you think with. Clemson
1: beats Florida State again? Yes. Okay.
0: All right. What
1: are yours? Uh, well, I think Florida State wins the wins the ACC outright.
0: Ooh, uh, why do you think that?
1: Because I like watching the Hall that. Fisher, Jimbo Fisher's brought in an absolute, uh, absolutely absurd haul the last two years, mm-hmm. and those guys are just getting ready to like start playing. And, and like football, it takes about four years to realize the the results of a national title. Yeah, we're at the three year mark now okay. um, from the thirteen title. Okay, and I think that's when you start to see like those recruits that you were able to yeah. get because they saw you win the title, and the, the, those two classes start to become players. And yeah, Florida State just lost like a gangbuster of a, um, of a defensive back in Jalen Ramsey. But they get, they've they've got some good options at quarterback. Mm -hmm. They've got really good options offensively. Those are all starting to mature now. Irvine Lane, um, all those other guys that are really, all those receivers that are so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Travis Rudolph, everybody else. Um, and the recruiting's just been so good, better than Clemson, um, the last few years. Wow. And I think Florida State wins the ACC. That's okay. my bold prediction number
0: one. UNC plays at Florida State this year. I know. I believe I will be there.
1: Oh, they're gonna. Oh, UNC's gonna get waxed.
0: Yeah, that, that's you, a, that's not a bold prediction. That is a pretty spot on
1: prediction. Um, second prediction is that you, is that you get way too turned in Tallahassee and you're struggling for the week after that.
0: I think a bolder prediction would be that I don't make it to the game. Okay. If I got down then, then I. Oh before. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I think. Up oh, here, okay. Second, I would either bol- a miss bol- my
0: ride slash flight back.
1: Here, here, here's what it is. You, I'm gonna say you pull a Steve Wiseman, your old boss, <laughs> and that uh, you make it to tip off like five minutes. You make it to kick Steve off and like, his Panthers f- years. like five, like five. Steve is
0: much more responsible now. He's oh yeah, no,
1: Steve, Steve is the man. Steve is awesome. Um, third bold prediction for the for the football season.
0: That's really your second bold prediction.
1: Yeah, is that, is that you are five minutes early. Make it, Get in the press box five minutes before UNC Florida State kicks because you went out too hard the night before. Let's say I
0: kicks because sometimes I make it in the press box five minutes before kick even without going out.
1: Okay, that's fair. I'm also like going to give you a bunch of recommendations to go out in Tallahassee. Oh, okay. So like I'm going to contribute to this problem.
0: Okay, so you're kind of like, I'm, that's uh, not fair. You're throwing your own prediction. Oh, no, for
1: sure. I, yeah, I, I'm definitely insider trading. This is a thing. Um, yeah, there's Maddie's collar. Hey Maddie. Um, third bold prediction. Oh man. I think Oh, I think UNC repeats as coastal champs. What? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I don't have a reason really?
0: But you just got a gut feeling.
1: I think the defense is going to be a lot better. Like, yeah. a lot better.
0: They looked good in the spring game.
1: And I think Mitch Trubisky fits that system a lot. And I think a lot of the teams in the Coastal aren't going to be as good. Yeah, I mean... So I think all they have to do is beat Miami, Set.
0: Yeah, I think... I mean, yeah, I definitely agree with that because... Lose
1: to far State, beat Miami, you're good. State's still going to be a hot mess of garbage.
0: I could see that. It's interesting because Fedora's already starting the... I mean... So he talked to a class recently, and I heard from a couple of people in there that he was underselling this team. Be he like, did that oh. last year too. Yeah, exactly. He's already starting that whole, oh look, we're gonna surprise everyone. Like I don't think this team's gonna be nearly as good. He if I if you're already underselling at this point in the year. You know that your team is like stacked and you've got all these guys coming back. Yeah. You're you looking tr- at the pressure that you've got. You're
1: trying not to get ranked in the preseason top 20. That, yeah. That's all you're trying to do is exactly. like, look, please don't put us in the top 20 preseason.
0: Exactly. Because at this point, I mean, UNC, like, they really have nothing to lose. They, as long as they don't just bomb out. I mean, he's underselling. He's like, oh, like we might only win eight games or something. Like, no, you're probably going to win 10.
1: I yeah, think. they should. Like, they should win you double should digit games. Easily
0: win ten.
1: I think they should win double digit games. Yes. Maybe
0: even win a bowl game this year. That could be a bold prediction. Hey, that's UNC a, that's wins a its bowl game. No,
1: they're gonna they're gonna win the coastal, lose a bowl game. Because...
0: <laughs> <laughs> win the coastal, lose the ACC championship game, lose the bowl. They're game. They're
1: gonna be souped up Duke in that they're gonna play really well in the conference and then always lose in bowl games. Hey, for Duke years. won the
0: Pinstripe
1: Bowl. Yeah, but Duke lost the Chick. Duke had like way better bowls. They should have won and lost. There was the Belk yeah. Bowl with Cincinnati. There was the the um uh the Chick-fil-A Bowl that they should be Johnny Manzo. It should be Johnny Football. Um so yeah, that that's, those are my three bowl predictions. Um is there okay. any is there anything else that you are working on this week? We're coming up on an hour mark. This is our longest podcast ever. Um is there anything you're working on this week that you that you want to talk about as we get it's kind of the dead season, so maybe not.
0: Uh, I'm writing some baseball stuff, some featurey stuff.
1: Your face right now is just not super enthused.
0: <laughs> I really, no, I'm really excited about this feature. It's on an NC Central pitcher, Andrew Verdin. He was a closer. He's now a starter. He's, uh, Central's best pro prospect. Oh, cool. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to do that one. Um, I've done the interviews. Gotta do some transcribing. Gotta do some writing. Um, and then I am working on a story about Mitch Trubisky finally being the starter. Not that Fedora will say that, but. Yeah. Which is. Mitch will tell you he's all-team, 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 but as Ryan Switzer told us Saturday, Saturday uh, he thinks it's, quote, long overdue for him to be the starter. <laughs> and I, I love of, Ryan I, Switzer. I kind uh, of looked around the room but he said that, like, oh, we're going to go there. Okay, that's not... alrighty righty,
1: then. Yeah, Fedora plays those mind games. It's a thing. Fedora, I, I'm like yeah. The Fedora trolling his own team is one of the funniest and most enjoyable parts of my oh, football yeah. experience. Is, is Larry Fedora like, no, he's not the starter. What are you guys talking about? When he definitely just told the entire team, that guy's going to be the starter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's, funny.
0: After you get over kind of what an a-hole move it is sometimes, like it is incredibly entertaining.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. All right. On that note, we're gonna let you guys go. This has been our longest podcast ever. We really appreciate it's you guys. told for a
0: minute because it said what? We're really at fifty-eight minutes.
1: Yes, you talked for fifteen minutes. You basically just talked a book. Um oh, maybe not quite. But uh, like we, we thank you for listening this entire season. Uh, we've I've actually. Well, I, I brought, you Brooke a bottle of wine tonight that we are sharing to celebrate a year of podcasting. We're going to order a pizza. I'm very grateful. It's going to be great. I, I want to say publicly, I'm very grateful for your for your Aww. friendship and also for you doing this with me. It's been very fun. It was, a, it was a weird idea, and I'm really glad that Lauren Brownlow drunkenly yelled at us like, you should do it with Brooke! <laughs> do the podcast with Brooke! And I said, that's a great idea, and it's been really fun.
0: It has been fun. Ever since we met at Full Steam, and we planned it all out, and then you bought a microphone.
1: So yeah thanks
0: thanks to you thanks for for bringing me in on this
1: here's to us
0: here's to us our wine glasses are empty
1: all right (laughs) you guys have a good summer we're gonna go get a tan and i don't know like maybe do some laundry put our lives back together
0: yeah that's gonna take a while (laughs)
1: we'll talk to you guys in july